there. Welcome to Healthy Ish, your almost daily podcast from body and soul. I am the host, Felicity Harley, and today I'm speaking to one very impressive guest. She has a new book out called Coping in Good Times and Bad. Erica Frydenberg is a psychologist and principal research fellow and associate professor in psychology in the Melbourne Graduate School of Education at the University of Melbourne. She has, in fact, published more than 25 books and 150 articles. So, listeners, she knows her stuff. She's going to talk to us today about the importance of creating fortitude. Now, we keep our Healthish episodes short, so if you want to hear my full chat with Erica where she discusses the art of coping, just search for Extra Healthish wherever you get your podcasts. Erica, welcome to Healthish and congratulations on your new book. Thank you. Happy to be here and share what's in the book and what my research and thoughts are about health, well-being and flourishing. Good. Oh, gosh, flourishing. I just love that word. There's something about that word. But let's talk about fortitude because this is kind of a new word in the mix. I haven't really come across this many times in the whole well-being side of things. What is fortitude exactly? And tell it. Tell us about it in relation to resilience and coping. Okay. Yes, it is. Uh, it is not exactly a new word, but it is a new word in the mix. Um, I, the easiest way to explain it is to, for people to think about a pyramid. And at the top of that pyramid is coping. Coping are our thoughts, feelings, and actions. This is what I'm really about. My core research is about are how we learn and reflect on our coping, learn to cope better, think about our coping always. We can always do what we do better. And underneath that is resilience, a word that's come into our everyday language and vernacular and everybody uses it. But really resilience is a judgment. You might judge whether I'm resilient after a disaster or after a setback or whatever, but it is a judgment. So what what we can teach people more effectively is coping. But underneath that resilience, and often resilience is about bouncing back from adversity or setbacks, um, is this notion of fortitude. And I went to a lot of people to ask them what it means. Of course, it comes from the Latin forte, strong, and it is about having strengths and the Finnish people do talk about it. But it's also about, and a lot of people captured this in their responses, not only about being strong as an individual, but also doing good, whether it's civic good or social good. And that's been captured in the art many, many centuries ago, that really being having well-being and feeling good is also about doing good. So what I want to do is to teach people coping tools, get them to really collect their coping skills and improve on their coping, become resilient when the setback hits, but we can't actually predict our setbacks, but also to store those in this bottom of the pyramid, the fortitude. It's our tank, the tank that we can draw on, but also doing good to help us to feel good. There's something wonderfully empowering when 
we hear the word fortitude, isn't there? I mean, you've also interviewed someone who I admire, Professor Mark Brackett from Yale University. I call him the emotions guy and he features in your book and he links fortitude to self-regulation. Can you tell us about this link? Yes, well, Silver uh, and um, Mark Brackett's book is fabulous too and it's about emotions and managing your emotions. It's really about self-management. And I think he sort of feels and self-management is about being able to contain your emotions, looking at emotions, good and bad, um, managing Uh, to control your temper, your anger, your frustration, picking yourself up uh, and doing no harm. So that's really his slant on it because underneath all of our behaviours are emotions and emotions do control our behaviours except that we have the capacity to control our emotions. Sometimes, don't we? Well, it's, I mean, Brackett will really focus on you thinking about how you can control your emotions. And it's pretty similar. He and I have a lot in common. We're very good uh, colleagues and buddies. But it is about reflecting Mm. on what you've done and how your emotions have impacted what you've done and perhaps next time doing it differently. So how can we use, can you contextualise fortitude in in modern day life and, and how can we develop it more? How can we, you know, it's, it's almost like, yeah, you have got a pillar of strength. There's much, there's a lot of stoicism in it as well, isn't there, when I'm, I'm talking about it now. But how can, how can we use it and, and develop, well, how can we get better at developing it? Well, because it really is the toolkit of coping, I would always say we develop it through coping skills because all the research in psych- psychologists love measuring things. And what we've learned is how to measure coping. And in the book, I get people to look at coping and it's not a psychological tool in the way that you might have to complete a questionnaire when you go to a professional, but it gives you a very good sense about how you're coping. And really it's about looking at coping. There's an infinite ways we cope, but we have been able to categorise thousands and thousands and thousands of descriptions of coping when we've gone to young people, adolescents, old people, people up to the age of um, 74 and looked at what is helpful coping and what is unhelpful coping. So once we can label our coping, we can start reflecting on it and we can start learning coping skills. And it is these coping skills that make up your toolkit that you put into that sort of fortitude or that um, base of the pyramid where you've got your resources. These are coping resources and you've got to build up those resources and we build those resources throughout our lifetime, throughout having experiences, throughout building up networks and friendships. So it's building up those resources that is important. Erica, thank you for coming on Healthyish and sharing your wisdom. It's a pleasure, Felicity. 
tell you what, the importance of contemplation, reflection, just taking time to sit down and think about how you acted and behaved, it it keeps coming up on this podcast time and time again. And really, listeners, it's telling us something, isn't it? We need to do it more often. If you are interested in Erica's book, it is called Coping in Good Times and Bad, and she is up on Extra Health Youth talking about the art of coping. If you want more from us, you know where to go, bodyandsoul.com.au. We are across social media as well. Thank you for joining us as always, and we would love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And until next time you listen, hopefully tomorrow, stay healthy ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. 